it's Crystal. Hey, it's Jessica. We're two friends in two different chapters of life coming together to chat about life, love, work, family drama, and everything in between. Join us as we lean into living out loud and navigating through life's messy challenges on this journey to find joy in being intentionally human. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Intentionally Human. We are back for another round of Sondra sessions this year. Yes, and we are kicking them off with one of my most favorite people in the whole wide world. And sorry for making you blush. I can see it. Um, yes, we have my niece Bailey on. And so we're really excited to kind of get to know Bailey a little bit and share her with all of you guys, because I think she's super rad. She's got all kinds of cool stuff going on and she's, you know, starting her life and, um, just like really aspirational with like how she just is tenacious and stays with it. And we're going to talk about some of that and put her on the spot a little bit. So welcome Bailey. I'm I'm not a good podcaster. No, you're good. So I'm going to just talk a little bit about Bailey. She's going to blush, but um, (laughs) Bailey is a super free spirit. Um, She is one of the most hardworking people I know. Um, And she is just so comfortable being her and putting herself out there and following her dreams that I think she's a super inspirational person to chat with. So now that I've set the stage so high and the bar so high for you, Bailey, (laughs) I want to ask you some questions and just let you kind of be open and share. Is that all right? Okay. So let's start because most people don't know you. Where do you live? I live in Texas, West Texas. So a lot of dirt. Not a lot to do but work, so I'm originally from Florida. Well, I, I'm from Texas. I like to say I grew up in Florida, but at this point in my life, I'm from Texas now. <laughs> it's a lie if I try to stretch the Florida years, but. Yeah, <laughs> I I like to tell people I've got roots in both places. Like, I feel at home in both Texas and Florida, um, and so I, I like to call them both home, too. I get that. Yeah. So, Bailey does live, she lives in West Texas, which is oil town. Um, we were just talking about that before we got started. And in this town, there's not a whole lot to do unless you've watched, you know, Friday night lights, football's a big thing. Uh, lots of oil, lots of tumbleweeds, which interesting fact, my husband didn't know that tumbleweeds were a real thing until, um, he came to Texas and saw them and I made him like go actually look at them and it started chasing him. So like the wind blew, you know, and then the tumbleweed started rolling and then it chased him. And then I died laughing, almost peed my pants. Um, (laughs) I mean, it was huge. Like it was, like it was taller than his butt. Like it was really a big one too. It was really, really funny, but he learned that tumbleweeds were a real thing. So Bailey, I'm going to just kind of put you on the spot a little bit because you are vegan, which I think is super interesting because the area that you live in that we just described doesn't sound like the vegan hub or popular lifestyle. So how did you like get into that and how do you make that work out there? No, I think it's very hard. We, we just, yesterday we went, we drove two hours to go, just to go eat. Basically we drove to another town just to go eat some different food. Oh gosh. We didn't want to cook. 
So um, I went vegan over almost closer to seven years now. So it's been a, it's been a really long time. And um, I was even vegan before I was 21. So, you know, I missed out on a lot of bar chicken wings, which really does make me a little sad sometimes. <laughs> but um, you just have to cook a lot. The only thing we have to eat is like Chipotle, basically. So that's when we, that's what, what really sparked the idea when we started our business. It was called Desert Vegan. I want to say I follow y'all on Instagram, Desert Vegan, and some of your stuff that you post. I'm sad that you're all the way in West Texas um, because you have the vegan Pop-Tarts. That was like something, I guess, a few months ago y'all posted. Mm -hmm. They looked so good, and I was trying to figure out if I could get you to ship me some <laughs> because they, I was just like, I would have never thought to even look at that. And so I'm really interested in when you started y'all's business, you know, how what was that clientele like? Did you have a lot of people getting interested in trying vegan meals? Um, I've always loved cooking, even when I was a little kid. I mm -hmm. was like the weirdo watching the Food Network. <laughs> uh, I, I'd say Ina is like my hero, you know, I loved watching, I loved cooking so much. And then I would always make my own food and bring it places because I couldn't eat. Mm -hmm. So people always wanted me to make food for them. And I just got tired of doing it for free. So I was like, you know, I'm going to try and make this a business. And um, it just, I guess with social media nowadays, it just really took off. And um, then we made connections with a coffee shop in the town over. And um, it's called Far West Coffee. If you look it up on Instagram, it's like the cutest little coffee shop ever. It's almost like you stepped into Marfa. And oh. so, yeah, it's really cool. And um, they just took a chance on us. And so we started selling our Pop-Tarts out of them. And we would do pop-ups like on Saturdays, make food over there. And people would just come. Basically just word of mouth spread the word of mouth, I guess, was how it spread so much. It was awesome. It was really cool. Yeah, that's incredible. And I it's, yeah, okay. I was to say, I think it's really cool too because um, not only did you find a way to like adjust, you know, like kind of get the stuff you need to keep that vegan lifestyle for yourself, but then you were able to kind of share it. You know, I personally have never like been into vegan or even vegetarian, but when I see your stuff, I'm like, Oh my God, that looks so good. And so I will try things now. Cause we, we have a few more options here than you do. Yeah. Um, just to kind of test it out and see what it tastes like. And it's always so good. So I think a lot of it's just kind of the misconceptions we have and the way we were raised and the perceptions on it. Um, but I'm so, I'm so proud of you and the way that you were able to kind of put that out there and really share it with, with everybody like your strawberry cakes, look divine I wouldn't mind you shipping one of those over here either with some pop-tarts <laughs> saying um last month we did the numbers with the coffee shop I sold the pop-tarts with and I think last year alone we made I made over 5,000 pop-tarts just in oh, last wow. year so oh my gosh that's a lot yeah I can definitely make some Pop-Tarts in my sleep now. <laughs> so Jessica is a baker too. Like, well, she, yeah, she bakes cakes and cookies and things like that. So I bet you guys could have a really interesting conversation because I'm sure Jessica, you're like, how do you make this vegan? Like, <laughs> like honestly, yeah, that's been happening a lot. I've gotten a lot of ask around like making things vegan. And I, I don't know. I don't know how I, <laughs> I don't even know where to begin the research to do it, to make it like taste or be the same quality as what I'm doing, like regular in 
regular is a horrible word, but like with my normal baked goods, you know, my recipes, I'm like, oh, how do you start swapping things out? I don't even like to bake. I don't, <laughs> I much rather make food. I don't even think I got, I just think I got put into a baker mold. You know, I would not say that was not even how I started out, but then I think there's no options around here. So a lot mm-hmm. of people wanted vegan cakes and vegan cookies or a lot of it was even, um, a lot of kids have food allergies, so they can't have a birthday cake for their birthday. And vegan just happens to like have a lot of the, doesn't have a lot of the allergies that like a lot of kids have. So you use applesauce instead of eggs sometimes. Vegetable Crisco is a good one. Now they make so many um, alternatives too. There's vegan butter, like Country Crock makes vegan butter, you know, so there's a lot more. You make buttermilk with um, using like a high protein milk, like soy milk or pea milk. Um, mm-hmm. You put apple cider vinegar in it for like 10 minutes and it turns into a buttermilk consistency. Just a lot of experimenting. <laughs> yeah. So how long did it take? I mean, if you did the numbers with a coffee shop and you did the 5,000 pop tarts, like, which is just, that's like an ungodly number because I don't think people realize like if you aren't somewhere that has a commercial kitchen set up or anything like that, like you're, you're doing everything with the space that you have and it takes a lot of, um, multitasking and a lot of prepping and time management because you can only do so much work in an oven. Um, that holds like one tray. So did y'all have the commercial kitchen or were y'all doing it all out of this a personal space? Um, at first we started out of our own house, you know, in our own kitchen, which we only have one oven. So it basically was a three day process. I would make the dough the day before. Then I wake up at like seven in the morning till basically six at night, just making pop tarts all day. Then the next day I would ice them and pack them and everything. But once we started getting more of a demand, I made them in the coffee shop. So it made time go by a lot faster because they have two commercial ovens. Oh, that's awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I couldn't imagine. <laughs> so how many orders, like, were you doing a weekend or a week? Um, I think it was different every week. That was what was nice about um, running the business because going to school full time. Mm-hmm. And um, my partners, uh, we have a stepson who's 13, and he does tennis. So there's, like, a lot of tennis tournaments and, like, practices. So – it just depended on our week, but um, sometimes we were doing menu runs all the way from Friday to Sunday, which lunch and dinner. So it just depended on the week, but sometimes there was a lot of, and then sometimes we only did one day, like Sunday, when we could do it. Yeah. Um, I just have to say, like, all the pictures you would show, like, it all looked amazing. I wish I was closer to eat more of it, but we did finish off a lot of your leftovers. So when Bailey came to visit me last, um, of course, you know, she would buy a lot of the things that they eat that are like vegan alternatives and then they would leave them here. And so we'd be like, we, we were in there, like the country cock vegan butter is really good. (laughs) Like we tried the oat milk, like there was just stuff that we were trying to like, Oh, this is pretty good. So yeah, it's super yummy. If anybody's curious, I would say just don't be afraid. Just try it. Yeah. yeah. And my partner was a vegan when we first met because we we were been best friends for a long time. So, and then, um, I mean, he was the general manager of a local pizza place. And so, I mean, he's ate meat and cheese and everything his whole life. And then, I mean, I think he got lucky because he just had me. So I was making all kinds of substitutes, you know, so pretty cool, but yeah, I'm sure you made the transition a whole lot easier. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then my That's stepson, awesome. he eats mostly vegan over here too. 
he we don't limit him. He can eat whatever he wants to. We, he yeah. eats hot Cheetos a lot, so those are not vegan. Oh my gosh, my kids love the hot Cheetos too. It's ridiculous. So sad. Yes, and there now there's like a hot Cheeto popcorn. Mm. Yeah, and we have that too. And we're like all organic over here, and so like a little piece of me dies every time I buy them hot Cheetos, but. <laughs> I try to let them have it, you know, for a treat every now and then. But as Peyton will tell you, I'm a crunchy mom. So <laughs> sounds yeah. so sweet. We said, when we were at your house over the, I guess in September, it was nice because y'all had Cokes. We don't even buy Cokes. So. I know that's what I like, This is my dream. <laughs> yeah. I, I, we do a lot of organic. We do watch our food a lot, but I can't, I can't give up the Coke. I just, I can't. That's my vice. So sorry, not sorry, but I don't drink coffee or anything like that. I mean, I do drink tea, but I only drink herbal tea and, and some green tea. Um, so I feel like if, if Coke's my vice, I'll take it. Yeah, I, still, I still buy tea and lemonade. So, you know, it's basically Coke, not carbonated. So. Yeah. Well, and I don't drink a lot of alcohol. So I feel like, you know, this is how I justify it. So you guys hear my rationalization here. This is how, <laughs> <laughs> this is how I rationalize my vice and my bad choices. Uh, <laughs> yeah yeah we'll have. I'm a coffee drinker <laughs> yeah Peyton drinks coffee she's a huge coffee drinker um and like she wants it like as strong as she can get it mm-hmm. and I'm like I don't want any like even the smell of it I don't like I, I'm like ugh. yeah no really yeah I don't like it at all and they'll always get like those like I don't know, whatever the fancy coffee drinks are. And they're like, there's no coffee and it's all chocolate. And I'm like, no, no, no. Like one drop of coffee and I can taste it. It's so gross. <laughs> I know. Jessica's going to have a heart attack over there. Yeah. <laughs> I'm single-handedly, I think, supporting the Starbucks across the street from my house. It's <laughs> <laughs> really bad. <laughs> That's funny. Oh, um, goodness. My mom, she only drinks like Folgers, basically. She will not go to Starbucks. She doesn't want to drink it. And then that coffee shop in Midland and the town where we sold the Pop-Tarts, she would go with me sometimes. And it's like an, it's like an upscale coffee shop. It's nice. And um, she's like, I don't know. I just want a French vanilla coffee. They're like, we don't, we don't have French vanilla here. They're really nice. They thought it was very funny. (laughs) (laughs) See, I I feel like plain French vanilla coffee, like that would, I don't I think they should have it too. You can tell Amy, I think they should have it too. <laughs> I'm on, I'm on her side. <laughs> I haven't either, but I feel like that's pretty basic. Is that not pretty basic? Is that why they didn't have it? Was it too yeah. basic? Mm. Yeah, too normal. Too, too basic. Mm-hmm. Do they do? Well, now I'm like, I could go down a rabbit hole in this coffee shop. So then trying to find <laughs> lavender infused coffee. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Oh, but I don't, I don't want a latte. <laughs> that want... sounds funky. Lavender and coffee. Mm. It's good. I like it. The smell is so good. You would hate the smell because of the coffee, but it's like the, I don't know. It's calming. I'm, I was such a coffee kid. Like my mom always drank it. So it's a smell for me that just brings me back to like being a child. And I love it. <laughs> That's funny. My mom used to drink it too, but I hated it then too. Like I've never like liked it. I never liked the smell or the taste of it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
I hated I know, drinking. I'm weird. I didn't drink it till like, it was like 21, probably. Because I was bartending a lot and I was drinking a lot of energy drinks and I didn't want to <laughs> drink them because they were bad for you. So I was like, I'm going to drink something a little more natural. So I just forced myself to drink coffee. And now I love it though. Yeah, that's kind of how Nick does it. Like, you know, driving and stuff. Like, he's learned to like coffee just so he can have the caffeine. Yeah. Little hit. I'll stick with the Dr. Pepper or the Cherry Pepsi. <laughs> I love a Diet Coke too. And I I get hated Ew, on. No. Yes. Too. No Diet Coke. Oh. <laughs> but Bailey, you said that you're in school full time. What are you studying? Um, I'm studying biology. I'm a biology major and a chemistry minor. And then I'm also doing a double degree in education right now. Oh my gosh. So you're just a little bit busy. Yeah. Nothing busy. <laughs> yes. Oh my gosh. And how long do you have left before you graduate? Um, I just started working on my bachelor's. So hopefully, well, I have a lot of, hopefully a year. I'm hoping just one more year, but I'm going to try and push through it, take summer classes. So hopefully sooner if everything goes accordingly. That's exciting. But. Congratulations. Yeah, thank you. I'm ready to be done. (laughs) (laughs) Took me a long time to figure out what I wanted, so. I know. I, when you first said you were going to be a biology teacher, I was like, man, that is not what I would have guessed you would have picked, but I do think you're going to be really good at it. I think you're really going to enjoy it. Like, I'm I'm really excited to see where this goes, because I know when you first started, like, there was other things that interest you, like, you know, business and uh, different stuff and it's kind of evolved so it's been fun to watch that process yeah I've, I've always been like creative and originally I got my degree in mass communication and art as well because I did ceramics for like four years I always wanted to do something creative like graphic design even or that was just always the path I thought I would take and um, I don't know I just something just changed where I always wanted to get an education. It was very important to me. I always wanted to be educated. I don't think that's like that important to everyone, but I always wanted to just have a degree that I thought was like, that, that was a bad bitch degree. Like, there's <laughs> some things out there like, dang, that is, you know, they really worked for that. And um, originally I was doing biology and environmental science because it aligned with veganism. And I thought, you know, I can maybe make a change somewhere like that. But um, when my stepson was in uh, middle school and junior high. The difference like some of his teachers made, I just thought was like so cool. And um, I think I'm still young enough and fun enough that I could actually make a difference in some kids' lives. And I think that's like all you can hope for, for a teacher. So, Yeah. I love that as the goal, you know, that you're like going in truly like wanting to make a difference and just be that for a kid. Because I think we all have a teacher that we could go back and think about and it's like you instantly know which teacher that was for you yeah and and I've always loved kids and um probably more than adults you know I (laughs) I think I just think kids are hilarious and I because I'm even going for middle school and everyone's like that's traumatizing I would not do that but I mean I I do think the middle school years are the hardest years and I've always said that middle school teachers should make way more than elementary or high school teachers because middle school's tough and the kids are like I mean there's some hormones and some puberty happening and they don't even really know what's going on and they're like up and like it's rough so I do feel for you I I think if anybody can do it you can do it but yeah it's those years are tough 
yeah, I wish I would have even started earlier because I'd like I would have been younger. I think I would have been able to take a little more. So, <laughs> <laughs> and I I grew up with um two crazy brothers, so I feel like you know I've seen some stuff. I think I can handle it. Hopefully, <laughs> I say that now, but. <laughs> I mean, I think it at least gives you some framework, right? Like you're not yeah. going to be totally shocked if some crazy stuff goes down. Um, Cause you, yeah, you, I don't, it, you had one really crazy brother and one sort of crazy. Yeah. <laughs> so you, you got, you got to see some stuff and you were pretty rough and tumble as a, as a child mm-hmm. too. So, I mean, not, you weren't crazy, but just, you were tough. She was definitely kind of a tomboyish kind of, I mean, she liked her dresses too, but, um, you know, she played rough. So I think, I think you got it. <laughs> I think I still play rough, unfortunately. <laughs> yeah. Well, and I think that you have a, a unique look. You're not going to be like every other teacher. Um, you know, you have tattoos and, you know, you even, you just have a different look. You have this energy around you. That's just very like, people are drawn to it, you know? So I think that's going to help you too when you deal in with some crazy kids. Yeah, I hope so. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm really excited. I'm hopefully you, um, at the university I go to, you have to do a residency mm-hmm. um, for like six months. So that'll be a good trial run, you know, and you can decide if you like those grades or if it's not like appropriate for you. So that'll yeah. give you some more direction as well. So. I think you'll really enjoy that. When after I graduated, uh, yeah, college, I did some substitute teaching because I wasn't sure exactly what I wanted to go to grad school for either. So I was like, you know, maybe teaching is my thing. Let me go check it out. And I, so I did. I, I would substitute at different grades, and I never thought I would like elementary school because I was like, oh, I don't want to be with the little kids. I want to be with the older kids. But I actually, really had a lot of fun with the elementary school kids. Like it's so. I, I think just having that experience, you know, and like actually being able to get in there and like really do it. Um, will be really cool for you. Yeah. Sorry, Jessica. I feel like I'm like dominating all the talking no. questions over here. So <laughs> I'm like, I'm just listening in and trying. I'm like, okay, so I have more questions. So um, you had you said that you wish you would have started younger and all of that. And this is where I get deep. <laughs> so just bear with me. Um, so. Like, can you tell me about your journey, like going from like just kind of figuring it out to like getting into school? You said that you had previously majored in was mass media, mm-hmm. mass communication, or mass comm. So what is that journey? Because, you know, I think so often we just sort of think of like the college journey as you go right after high school. You have to do it. But that's really not the reality for a lot of people. And I still to this day think that I maybe should have taken some time off before I went because I don't know if I was quite ready for it. And it caused some issues with me when I was in school. So I think that it's cool to hear perspectives from people who who do it in their own timeline and what feels best for them. Yeah, because I didn't, I didn't do it right away after high school. I um, More I wanted to, more because of financial reasons and I um I didn't know exactly what I wanted to do then even. I feel like I I was I always knew I wanted to do something creative or fun or I just didn't want to hate my job or be stuck in an office. And but I never had like a driving factor of like this is I know I want to do this. I know 100% this is what my life is going to go like. I just never had that and it made me feel almost sad sometimes or uncomfortable because I was like some people really know right off the bat they do it and then I feel like they're successful by the time they're 30. 
so I always felt kind of um not I guess just not ashamed but like I just felt like disheartened that I didn't have that feeling so then eventually I just went and I was like I'm just gonna take some classes just to feel it out see what I like and then that's how I got into mass comm and then I really got into art taking ceramics which was just a random class I took because it was available at my school and then um, can we just pause right there for a second because Bailey makes some beautiful ceramics I'm still waiting for a piece of it that I've been begging for for years I'm putting you on the spot <laughs> I know but she makes some I mean plates bowls cups I mean all kinds of stuff and they are beautiful so oh my gosh multi-talented for sure it was nice because I didn't have to like presents for a while you know so Everyone's getting a cup this year. Everyone's getting a plate this year. I even made shot glass sets. I was like, everyone's getting shot glasses this year. <laughs> That's amazing, though, because I would have probably loved to do something like that and didn't allow myself that that space to explore those things. I was so worried about not being good at things that I just didn't do it. Like, if it was fun and creative, I was like, uh, like, I don't want to be bad at it. <laughs> and, like, you've lived, like, so many lives at such a young age and like explored so much and learned so much about yourself. That is so freaking cool. I just, I guess I didn't say no to a lot of things. I just was always down to do something. I guess I didn't want to miss out on stuff too. So then eventually, um, like my best friend, she was going for psychology and she's gone right after high school. She got her psychology degree and she decided to be a nurse after and um, I always felt like I would want to be a nurse because of really just for the pay. That's it. And I don't think that was a good reason <laughs> to be a nurse because I was like, I don't want to deal with blood. And I always felt, um, I, I guess, just I didn't feel high enough with my degree, I guess, for my own standards. So then I was like, what is my core belief? Like, what's really important to me? And what's really important to me was really just being vegan and trying to do my part for the environment, whatever I could do to help. And so that's how I really got into biology. And then um, then with my stepson, that's how I was like, dang, being a teacher you sounds really awesome. Then I ended up loving it. And you make lesson plans while you're in it. And I was like, dang, this is my dream. I love this. <laughs> so it's a weird thing. You told us you were an outline guest earlier. <laughs> I want the outline. The lesson plan makes sense. <laughs> yeah, I don't expect it, yeah. unfortunately. I see, even though you've been kind of like, I don't want to say free spirit, but in a way, you know, you had that where you like did always wanted to try different things and didn't say no. You've also been very hardworking and has always had some sort of a plan, right? So maybe you don't have your entire life figured out or exactly what your major was, but you, you always knew that you wanted more, that you wanted something. And that, I mean, this girl's been working since she was like, what, 14, 15? Like, I yeah. don't even think you were technically allowed legally to work. And, <laughs> you know, she's been working and, like, taking care of herself. Like, she's done a lot in such a short amount of time. Yeah, the month after I sent this I got a job down the street for my house. Yeah. So, never stopped after that. I liked having my own money. I always have. <laughs> That's what really drove me. I was like, I like the independence. Yeah. I think if you know our family, too, it, I don't know if it would make sense, but... I was raised by a group of women, I feel like, and my mom is the complete opposite. I say she is a free spirit. She is, uh, she'll do whatever. She's just down to have fun. And my grandma was very, I would say, type A, structure, good credit scores, you know, and I think, and then I had my sissy, Crystal, 
and she was very fun, but um, she still went to call. Like, I don't know. She was like the perfect medium. So I think I tried to be a mixture of all three of them. I still want to have some structure. I like to have fun. I still want to get a good education. So I think I got, I really was a good mix of all three of the women that raised me, I think. Kind of crazy. I I would agree with that. You were definitely... I, I can see where you like took some things from, from all of us and have made it and have made them your own, you know? Yeah. Cause I would say I'm, I'm still very, I'm fair, a little free spirit, but I'm still very, I'm a little type A as well. <laughs> <laughs> I like a good structure and a plan. <laughs> I know. I always tease Nick. I'm like, let's, let's schedule in some like spontaneous time and he's like do you know how like backwards that sounds and I was like yeah I know but <laughs> if we don't schedule it it won't happen and he's like but that's the whole you know premise behind it is for it to be spontaneous and I was like well whatever it is we decide to do that'll be spontaneous but we'll know we'll have dedicated time to go find something new and adventurous to do and I was like I don't know why y'all think that's such a weird concept like <laughs> So like Bailey said, your free spirit and the, the type A organization, that's how it comes together for me. <laughs> yeah. And then my partner, he's very spontaneous. I'd say. Um, he's been in bands forever music. He's toured the whole country, just picked up and they lived in a van and toured the country for like six months, you know, done all, been all over, done everything. So I was like, it's an interesting mixture. He is fantastic. I, Andy's one of those people who, like, as soon as you meet him, you love him. Like, he's just very sweet and personable. And the fact that the two of you are together, I feel like you guys make such a sweet pair. Like, I think it's fantastic. Definitely rooting for you. We have to come up with, like, a, I don't know. I can't combine your names and come up with a good one. Bandy. I don't know. <laughs> I don't, I can't come up with a good one, but we'll come up with one and then we're going to make shirts because I think you guys are as cute as can be yeah like if I see someone at the grocery store I'm gonna take a few aisles to dodge and he'll go out of his way to talk to them so it's interesting it's a compliment <laughs> to have that the yeah. social one and then the more like inner introverted reserved <laughs> yes but they're fun though so I think he brings out some of that in you at times, and you probably reel him in at times. You know what I mean? Like, you guys balance each other out. I do have a choice sometimes, you know, so. <laughs> <laughs> And he's very chatty. He will talk everyone's ear off. I'll have to have, like, two glasses of wine to be that chatty. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I think we all have moments where we can get chatty. But two glasses of wine definitely helps. <laughs> That's okay. Peak chatty. <laughs> Before I get too chatty, you know, I'm like, okay, nobody wants to hear about this. That's so funny. So when you get done with school, your goal right now is to teach middle school biology or Mm -hmm. any kind of science or? Um, I'd like to do biology, but any sciences. Um, In my ideal world, I'd like to do like AP or, um, you know, gen pop, you know, I call them gen pop. Uh, I would like to do the AP classes because you're going to do a lot more experiments and cool stuff, but you have to do your time first before you can get to the AP classes. Yeah, I feel like those are probably like the, I don't want to say the easy students because they have their own stuff going on, but they're young enough that where, you know, like they're probably still really into school and still kind of motivated to stay on top of stuff. So 
they're not the ones like sneaking out to go to the bathroom five times during class and stuff like that. I think too. Well, as far as I know, like where we live, they they get a lot more resources, so they're able to do a lot more like um, you know, you can do a lot more hands-on experiments and cool stuff. You know, and this is all hoping like who knows what will happen with COVID. You know, you used to do a lot of stuff now. It's a lot of limitations. Yeah, that that would be the dream. And luckily, there's not like a um, there's not a surplus of science teachers, so that would be good. <laughs> yeah, I bet they are in demand because it's um not everybody's into science or, you know, has that same drive to learn science in that same way. And I think my favorite science teachers were the ones who could make it fun and you could tell they really had a passion around science. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I think that's really awesome. Yeah. Like I don't think I ever had a fun science teacher, but um, I know the teacher who he does like such fun stuff with his kids. He like one day they were learning about the skin, like the epidermis. And so he bought like a bunch of the 25 cent fake tattoos and put them all over his body and went to school and just looked insane. And that's how he like described the epidermis and stuff to the kids. And I was like, that was such a cool idea. I would have never thought of that. I, well, Jessica knows this. Um, I am all about out of the box thinking. So I'm always looking for how do we make this different? And so I actually really like that idea. Like I've I think that it would have been, especially like from the middle school age, mm-hmm. like that would have made such an impact, such a memory, right? To see like mm-hmm. your normal teacher come in the next day, you know, covered in tattoos and then like be able to explain something like legit learning, <laughs> right? Uh, behind it. Like, I think that's really cool. Yeah. And they're still like at an age where that's still funny, you know, you can still get away with that being kind of funny. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. So are you going to be like Bill Nye, the science guy? I would like to say more fun, a little more cool, you know, but <laughs> I did love Bill Nye, the science guy. Like Bill Nye with some swag. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was perfectly. I would love that. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I could see that happening for you. Like the personality is is there, but it's not like too much because the kids know when you're a try hard and you're not like a try hard. That's not the vibe that you give off. It's like an effortless cool, which is hard something, to achieve. Yeah. Something <laughs> Jessica and I wish we had. Yeah. I don't know anything about effortless coolness. It's not, I could never. <laughs> I think in real life, I don't, I don't radiate that. Maybe a little, but I'm, I'm very clumsy and weird, you know. So. <laughs> Maybe you see me walking, you know, like the cameo and then I'd fall or something. That would be a real picture of my life. <laughs> I mean, I can attest you are clumsy. Um, I think, I mean, that runs in the family though. So we can own that. <laughs> but you make I it work, think, you know? Uh, the scene in Miss Congeniality where she's walking and trips, you know? That's what I think is my life. I'm right there with you. I was standing still yesterday, standing in line, and my ankle just decided to give out. <laughs> I was like, well all right, <laughs> guess we're going to um, get to know the concrete today. <laughs> Ouch. Did you really hurt? Like get hurt? No. It, I mean, my ego got hurt. <laughs> that was about it. I, I was, I, I was trying to hit on a guy in line and <laughs> uh-huh. just went down. I was like, well, shit. <laughs> Oops. Um, if it makes you feel better, like, so I work from home. So I'm like, never like really dressed. Like I don't wear office stuff anymore. I haven't worn heels in, in like years. So Nick decided to take me out for Valentine's dinner 
And so I was like, you know what? I'm, I'm going to get dressed up. So I wore wedges. They weren't full on heels, but they were wedges and a dress. And I'm like, all right, I got this. We get to the restaurant and it was really busy. We had to like park out like outside of the parking lot. So we're like in the grass and I get out and I'm walking and there was, there was a hole that I didn't know was there because the grass had grown up taller. You know what I mean? So you really couldn't tell. I like stepped in it and went down and Nick's like the look on Nick's face is like, Oh my God, are you hurt? Like it must've looked really awful. Right. Um, in a short dress. So I'm sure I flashed everybody that might've been around. <laughs> and then I just like popped up and was like, Hey, I'm fine. Let's I'm good. He's like, are you sure you're good? Like that, that looks really bad. <laughs> and I was like, Hey, so yeah, I mean, we all do it. We've all, we all go down from time to time. Luckily, like, I was in the yeah. grass, but I had grass stains on oh, my no. knees and my leg. <laughs> so I didn't like hurt myself, but I definitely like I couldn't even hide that I fell. Like I went down and like oh, yeah, it was nice. <laughs> it's not funny, but I like watching people fall. It's it is funny, and I oh, yes. I used to be like an alleyway in college, and it was like a cut through with grass had holes all in it. And it was so fun to just be kind of sitting on the patios of a bar and watching girls try to be all cute running through and just, you would see them hit the holes. And it was like, it was like that whack-a-mole game. Like people were just yeah. dropping pop back up <laughs> and it was, it was the most entertaining thing. So that's what I imagined you was just doing like a little crystal whack-a-mole. <laughs> yes, uh, pretty much. And then getting up and having grass stains. I was like, glad this isn't our first date or like, you know, <laughs> first Valentine's Day. I'm sure I made a really good impression as I flashed everybody and then hopped up with grass stains all up and down my legs. So yeah, it was cute. <laughs> <laughs> Luckily, we're parents and we have wipies everywhere, even though our kids are older. Like we still have wipies everywhere. So Nick had some wipies in the car. I was able to clean up a little bit in the parking lot. <laughs> See, now you have a lesson about gravity. <laughs> yeah. I can demonstrate. So. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Oh goodness. I think you're gonna have some really good stories from being a teacher. Yeah, I hear some of um, Daniel's stories, and it sounds traumatizing. And so now kids all have technology, so. Oh all, yes. They have like um, I don't know what it's called, but if you fall asleep in class, they take a picture of you and put it on an Instagram. Oh yeah. You they have that at Payton School too. Yeah. It's like the, like the shame account or something. Like yeah. if you basically if you do something stupid and somebody catches it, they'll they put it on this Instagram page. So Payton came home from school one day and she was like, "Look, me and Justin both made it on the shame page for falling asleep in class." And I was like, "Dang it, Payton! <laughs> don't tell yeah, me but- you're sleeping in class. And two, don't get caught sleeping in class now that it's plastered everywhere. It's ridiculous." <laughs> No, Daniel came home the other day and he's like, yeah, I got caught. He's like, I fell asleep for two seconds. And he was like, they caught me with my mouth open. And now it's, it's on an Instagram. Yep. And Peyton was just like, thank God I wasn't drooling because she's a drooler. Thank God she wasn't drooling. But yeah. I was like, so they're pretty, they're pretty cutthroat. They'll capture it and post it. Yeah. So if you go down in class, Bailey, <laughs> it's game over. You will make it to the shame page. <laughs> Oh, they have a pretty clever name too. I know there's the two, and I can't remember what it is now. 
but it was yeah it was basically like the shame page or something but that's so funny yeah and they all have their little laptops now too so mm-hmm. they have open access yeah Technology's crazy. I'm so glad we did not have technology like this when I was a kid. So glad. Yeah. We have phones, but not like that. No, flip phones still would like <laughs> were picture quality. You had to pay for text messaging. It wasn't just a part of the data plan. Dang. I didn't even get my first cell phone though until after I graduated high school. So I didn't we didn't have that in high school. Oh. And see, I thought the struggle with my youngest sister never had to learn T9 word. She was able to, she just always had something that had the full keypad on it. Um, and I was like, they'll never know that like you type a word and you have to hit the zero to make it go to the, like, the one that you want. We had to learn a whole new language <laughs> to text. That's so funny. I feel like I'm having to learn a whole new language now because like there's so many acronyms and emojis that they use for words and stuff. I'm like, what? Y'all have to send me old people stuff here. Like, don't send me this. I don't know what this means. Like, this is dumb. (laughs) Don't make me try to figure it out. Like, just send me the words. Whenever, I love it whenever, like, grandparents don't know that LOL is laugh out loud. They always think it's lots of love. And you'll, like, send them something or you're in a group message. and so cute. But it's, like, sad. Like, if somebody's like, oh, hey, this person's going through a hard time right now. Keep them in your prayers. And they just send back LOL. Like, all caps. Oh. (laughs) That's not what that means. But they're they're old, so they can get away with it. Like, Bailey will tell you, like, our great, well, your great-grandma, my grandma, like, they would say some crazy stuff. But you just go with it. You're like, oh, you know, they're old. It's fine. They get away with everything. (laughs) I texted Nana the other day. I said W R U D. I don't know why. I don't even send that that much, but I I think I was rushing because I was trying to get a hold of her and she wasn't answering. And I was like, I know you're not doing anything, Nana. You need to answer my call. And then she's like, she texted me right back and was like, What does that mean? <laughs> it means what are you doing? So I know you're available to talk. <sighs> That's. I don't funny. know why I sent her that. Yeah. That really she'd funny. be here. I would have not gotten that one. I'd have been like. Ugh. I don't think I think that's pretty common. That's like a pretty I say, I kind of knew what that one meant. Like I can sort of piece it together, but when they start getting like really long, and I have to like think, about, you know, and I'm like, wait, what? What does that mean? Like, I have to like start figuring out. There's like eight different letters. It's like a whole sentence, and I'm like, Jesus, don't. I can't just <laughs> do the voice to text something. If you can't type that much, like, don't send me this giant acronym and expect me to figure it out. I'm not putting that much effort into it. The voice text will be, you have to stay on high alert with that. I was driving and talking to a friend and I didn't realize that my phone was doing the voice to text. Oh, nice. It was like a 10 minute conversation and it <laughs> down. I was like, I'm glad I wasn't yeah. talking shit on anybody because that would have been bad. That takes the butt dial to a whole new level, doesn't it? <laughs> it's bad. <laughs> That's great. I'm, I don't really ever use the voice to text or even because now you can do like the like the voice to text where it actually types out the message. But then the other one where it like just like records your voice and then you send it. I don't really do either, but I could see where they would be helpful. Yeah, I'm I'm telling you, I don't even have my, I didn't have my printer hooked up. I'm not very tech savvy. I didn't even have my voice text set up till the other day. Andy made me set it up and I didn't want to. I, I don't <laughs> even know how to use it. 
He's like, you can talk to Siri now. I was like, I don't want to. <laughs> I know. I don't know how to do it. <laughs> and I don't know about y'all, but like Nick's into the Siri, the kids are into the Siri and all this stuff. And I am always faster than Siri because they'll say something like, hey, Siri, what is what? And then Siri will come back and be like, ah, I'm not sure, but I think I found. And then she'll tell you something that has nothing to do with what you mm-hmm. asked her. So then they re-ask and I'm like, I've already got it here. Here's your answer. Like, Siri is not any faster. She is not any smarter. Everybody has Google. I don't know why we have Siri. Like she just annoys me. And she will like, if the TV's on, like sometimes she'll pick up stuff off the TV and then like all of a sudden she'll start playing music. And I'm like, what the hell is that? And then I have to figure out why Siri's playing some music. (laughs) Like she's just annoying. I don't know why people like her. That's my rant. Yeah, Andy uses it a lot when he's at work, and I can see it because it'll say, like, um, it says sent with Siri at the bottom. I was like, I don't know. Oh, nice. We use it to um, flip coins, though. Like, if we can't decide on a restaurant, you can, if you don't have a coin, you can be like, Siri, flip a coin. It's about the extent. I do. The only thing I do appreciate Siri for is, like, if the boys want to know, like, how many days till Christmas or how many days till my birthday? I'll be like, I don't know. Go ask Siri. And then that, that does help because <laughs> she'll tell you how many days until whichever date. But outside of that, she just annoys me. I was, Siri does all my math for me. Oh, that's, yeah, that's just really smart. I'm like, Hey, what's this? All right. Maybe I'll give Siri another shot. You guys have some good ideas that y'all are using her for. I know I'm going to have to use that coin flip. I did not know that that was a thing. Yeah, I didn't know that either until what they said. Now we use it all the time. So, um, mine barely worked. You know, she barely got activated a few days ago. But I'm, <laughs> I'm afraid. I don't like to use. I'm always afraid my messages are going to get recorded and sent. Like, because she won't record your conversation or pick up on it sometimes. And I'm like, dang, that really sucks. Yeah. Well, and the one that we have in our bedroom, like, has a light on it. Like, like the ring has a light. And I don't like that when I walk into the room she lights up and I'm like, that's just creepy. Like now I feel like I have some weird robot in the corner. That's like monitoring, like has like motion sensors or something. That's like, Oh, you're in here. I'm on, you know? And I'm like, ew, I don't, (laughs) it makes me feel weird. I don't like it. (laughs) Okay. So I don't know if these are some deep rooted trust issues that are coming out here and why I have so much animosity towards um, Siri. I didn't realize all that was there, but Yeah. I definitely don't like Siri. <laughs> I, was, I think the millennials are like traumatized from that Disney movie, Smart House, where the house decided she knew better than the family and like took over and then like made herself like appear. It was really creepy. So I don't, Bailey, are you in the same boat where it's mm-hmm. kind of like, I don't want a Smart House situation. <laughs> yeah, she's awesome. They have that party, you know, she cleans up after them, but she does snap. Yeah, she thinks she's the mom. Like she, because she truly thinks she's this, like the new mom of this family. It's so weird. Okay, I'm gonna totally date myself because I have no idea what movie y'all are talking about. I am gonna have to go watch this now. <laughs> it's an older Disney movie, Disney Channel. Yeah, yeah but if it like if it came out when like my kids were little, I, I didn't mm-hmm. have time to watch any of that crap. You know what I mean? So there's a whole it. chunk of time where it was like. I am totally oblivious to anything that came out pop culture wise, Disney wise movie, like all of it, just because I was busy being a mom and didn't have time for any of it. I honestly don't think Peyton was even born yet. I think it came out in the late nineties. Oh, like, well, I, then I would have been a teenager. 
like $98.99. Yeah, then I don't have an excuse. I don't know. I'm just out of it. (laughs) I never saw that one. That was the good one. Yeah, it was like it was the the Disney movie phase when it was like Luck of the Irish, Smart House. I remember Luck of the Irish. It was around that same, maybe a couple years after Look of the Irish or right around the same time. I'm going to go watch it now. Maybe, maybe it's on Netflix or something. I'll find it. It's on Disney Plus. Mm-hmm. We don't have Disney Plus, but we have some bootleg channels that we can probably get it on. <laughs> <laughs> Siri, don't, don't turn me in. Like, <laughs> this is a recorded podcast, Crystal. <laughs> it's all right. I don't know that anybody's going to turn me in for some bootleg channels. <laughs> Cut that part out. <laughs> if siri hasn't turned us in by now we're probably fine now that she heard me talk all this crap about her she may be taking notes saying, all right let me turn you in now <laughs> smart house here i come that's so funny well that was a long time ago that was an old movie i think i i barely remember that one now i need daniel watch them all he's not that interested in them i'm sure they're very dated yeah. Halloween Town, and I feel like those are like you have to see Halloween Town. But mm-hmm. see, I have movies too, like from when I was a kid that I think are classics, and my kids like the Goonies. My kids like are not into the Goonies at all, and I don't know how you can be a human being and not be into the Goonies, but they won't. Yeah. They won't watch it. They're like, "This is lame, Mom." And it kills me every time. A little piece of my heart breaks every time they say something like that. That's wild. The Goonies is one of the best movies ever made. Yes. It's fantastic. They don't like it. And Nick tries to make him watch some of his old movies. Like he likes the old, like, like, you know, the Corey's, like a lot of the Corey movies and like the vampire stuff. Like, and the kids are like, what is this? Oh, like the Lost Boys? Yes. That's one of his favorite. We just watched that one not too long ago. That one's kind of creepy. I will, I will say it's a little creepy. Yeah. It's pretty good though. I actually, I don't mind that one. He has some other ones. Like he really likes to like, like major pain. Did you remember that one? I think it's dumb, but Nick uh-huh. thinks it's hilarious. <laughs> it's dumb, but he likes it. Oh, I'm going to have to tell Nick not to listen to this one. He's going to be like, what? You're making fun of me for all my old movies? Just a little. <laughs> now I want to go back and watch all of, like, I was thinking, I heard somebody talk about heavyweights the other day and I was like, I haven't seen that movie in years. And it's definitely one that could not be remade now. Like they could never revisit that. Oh yeah. We watched a lot of the old ones and they're Nick's always like, Oh no, they wouldn't have been able to say that now. Or they couldn't, there's no way you could remake that now. Yeah. There's definitely a lot that's changed. It's wild. Do you have a favorite movie, Bailey? Kid movie? Oh, kid movie. I'd probably say mom, my mom didn't give us a choice. She made us watch movies. She was literally like, yeah. you're going to watch this if you like it or not. So now I try to do the same with Daniel. I don't know if it has the same effect, you know, but um, <laughs> she made me watch a lot of Dirty Dancing. I have a deep love for Dirty Dancing now. Oh, yeah. Dirty Dancing, that's a good one. She oh. a lot of pretty women. She loved Molly Ringwald. So. Yeah. Did you guys see that there's a new um, reality show coming out that's like Dirty Dancing style? I think it's like, is it like Dancing with the Stars? I don't know exactly what it is. But basically I, they have to go and do the different dances and like become dirty dancing yes so tyler cameron who is from the bachelorette with hannah b is on there and it's kind of hot it's like kind of sexy yeah i I haven't watched it i may have to check it out i don't usually get into those things but you know dirty dancing i feel like you have to at least give it a shot 
I, I would say my own favorite movie is probably Almost Famous. I love like movies like that. Oh yeah, Peyton likes movies like that too. That's a good one. Yeah, we were. Yeah, we just... That was so effortlessly, effortlessly cool. <laughs> like oh, Almost <laughs> Famous. <laughs> we, just, um, we just rewatched all the Star Wars. We'll pick really long series and start them and watch them all. We barely finished watching all the Star Wars finally. Um. Random fact too. Did you see that? Like Lord of the Rings, they're coming out with like a new Lord of the Rings yeah. TV show. And I'm going to watch it. Yeah, there's like some cool stuff coming out. I was like, hmm. That's like we like nerdy stuff like that. That's what we watch. <laughs> we all love Harry Potter a lot too. So. I mean, I liked Harry Potter when it came out. I don't know that I. I mean, it would probably still be good if I sat and watched it again, but I never got like obsessed with it. Like. What do they call, like, what are Harry Potter fans called? Like, don't they have a term, like Trekkies or something? I, I mean, Hobbit. depending on your house. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I've been house. asked that. And I'm like, I don't even remember what the houses are called, but I'm going to be in the good one. <laughs> probably Ravenclaw. There we go. Yeah. I'll probably be in the one with all the weird kids, really, in all actuality. But, um, you know, whatever. We um we like they like vampire movies like The Lost Boy. I used to tell Andy, um, Anne Rice brought us together. That's how we yeah. <laughs> I, I like some good vampire movies, too. So I, I read a lot of vampire books, too. It's actually embarrassing. <laughs> my book show. It's really embarrassing, actually. There, I don't know if you've ever watched the True Blood show. but oh, I've seen that one. I hear it's good, though. I see the show sucks, but I read all 14 books. So, you know, that's oh, dedication. Wow. Yeah, you got that from Nana. Nana likes to read yeah. books like that, too. Like, just read books and stories and things like that. I got a little bit, but not like you and Nana. Yeah, if I had more time, I'd read a lot more, but I don't have as much time anymore. When I now I listen to audiobooks, but when I have time. So, do you like a book book, or can you do like a Kindle, like an electronic book? I haven't even done a Kindle. I think I'm telling you, I'm not very tech savvy. Some advice freaks me out. <laughs> I think mean, I was born in '95, so I think technically I'm Gen Z, but I was like still old enough where like. We still texted with T9. You know, I had to record um, a ringtone one time. Uh, but I was still, like, I'm still young enough to know, like, you know, plenty yeah. of people have Kindles. But just not for me, I don't think. I, I barely, I was a big hater on audiobooks. I hated them for a long time. But then I got too busy, and I was like, the only way I'm going to get to hear a book. So yeah. <laughs> it's when you drive. I haven't really tested out the audiobook thing. I'll tr- I don't know. I'll have to give it a shot, but I don't really like the Kindle either. I like holding a book, but my bookshelves don't like me because they're full and yeah. and books aren't cheap, you know? And then it's like, okay, if you read it and it's not like something you might ever read again, what do you do with it? And I know I should just utilize the local library, but then you have to have time to go there. It's not like Amazon. If the local libraries could figure out how to be like Amazon and let you like check out books and like have a little slip where you could just drop them off, you know? then I might, we need to make that happen. <laughs> if this is like a testament to how nerdy I am, my favorite author came to our town. And so Good. I was like, I'm going to not, not meet him. So it's at this place. It's where my graduation was, the Wagner Noel. It's like, it's a really nice place where we live. And I broke into the back like a super fan. And I, I literally stalked him into the back. Where his security was like, yo. What and are you he was doing? like, no, she's okay. She's okay. And he signed my book and met me and took pictures of me. Oh, that's fun. That was like some next level stuff, you know. 
Not for any celebrity, just my favorite author. <laughs> that is really fun, though. Who is your favorite author? I think Neil Gaiman. He wrote, like, he's wrote American Gods. Um, uh, I'm trying to think. He wrote Coraline. People know Coraline. Mm-hmm. Um, Stardust. I don't know if you've seen that movie. He's the author of that book. Yeah. He's a classic. And he tweeted me on Twitter. So. Aww. I did feel high that day. <laughs> that's so cute. Yeah, that's a really cool encounter. Also a really, a really badass story. Like you broke in <laughs> and got to right? and still got what you wanted. That's cool. I was determined to meet him. I was not, he didn't come all the way to West Texas. To, you know, that was a once in a lifetime. For sure. I don't know that I've ever, I don't know that I have a favorite author or even like a favorite, like famous person that I would go to that much trouble to meet. I don't know about a famous person, you know. Yeah. That's funny. I don't know. I just, yeah, you would if it was, um, what's your, if it was Harry Styles. Oh, yeah. Oh, I would, I would do time in federal prison to meet that man. Like, I actually just got an air freshener from my sister, and it's like the Sacred Heart of Jesus picture, but it's Harry Styles' face. Justin <laughs> has I, a little bit of an obsession. It's so bad. Like, the urge, like, having grown-up money to not buy a cardboard cutout of him, it's a daily dilemma that I have. <laughs> <laughs> I would do it. That's why I have grown-up money to do stuff like that. Yeah. Well, I'm like, I think I would inadvertently like scare the shit out of myself. Like, you know, when you forget that it's there and you like walk out into the living room and there's just a person standing in the corner, the hospital bill might not be worth the cutout. <laughs> but yeah, That's I would funny, yeah. do some, some time for him. I'm going to get arrested because of that. Somebody is going to like put me down <laughs> as, a, as a risk for his security. <laughs> It's so funny. We'll enjoy, we'll enjoy our time together when I get busted for my bootleg channels and your obsession <laughs> with Harry Styles. <laughs> it's all good. We'll call Bailey for bail money. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't know if we can wait that long, but, um, Let's wait out a year, okay? Y'all can try to wait out a year. <laughs> Oh goodness. Um, I'm surprised. Off. Yeah. I'm surprised Harry Styles hasn't made it to Houston. Like, I feel like that would be on his stop and that you would have already kind of lived out this whole. So fantasy. he did come to Houston, but it got canceled due to the weather when that hurricane was hitting. Oh, mm-hmm. Damn weather. And then he's been here before and I went to the concert and like, I, it was embarrassing. My sister was like, I just looked at you and you looked like you were constantly about to cry. You were so excited oh. and happy. And I was like, I swear he was making eye contact with me. She goes, we were on the last row in the balcony. There was no way. <laughs> <laughs> I felt it. <laughs> oh, that's great, Jessica. I love that. It's bad. I've got to quit caring about this on the podcast. <laughs> Coming an issue, we could do a cut, Bailey, of all the times I've talked about Harry Styles, and it could be an hour-long episode at this point. That's fantastic. (laughs) Send it to him. Yeah, just tag him in it, see if somebody on his team listens and says, oh my gosh, you have to see this crazy girl who's obsessed with you. 
would be pretty nice. He seems pretty nice. Yeah. But I, <laughs> I don't want to fight me out of pity. <laughs> because in my head, it's still a viability that he's going to fall madly in love with me. I'm that, that delusional. So, that is so funny, Jessica. I love it. Oh, goodness. Well, this has been so much fun, Bailey. I have really enjoyed getting to know you. Hopefully, we made it pretty easy for you. I know you were nervous. No, it was really fun. It was fun. We're pretty laid back. You never know where our conversation's going to go. And we kind (laughs) of like it that way. No, it was a lot of fun. Y'all, it was so easy to talk to you. It was very nice. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we're going to keep checking up on you and provide some updates so when you become a teacher we can celebrate that and hear your teaching stories even like from your residency because I'm sure you'll have some good ones there too oh I've I've already heard some (laughs) can only imagine (laughs) yeah well as always I think you're fantastic I love you and I appreciate you coming on the show and being one of our top listeners I know you listen to us a lot too so thank you for having me I'll have to listen to this one which is my worst nightmare I know. Hold in. Your favorite cousin's going to want to listen to it tomorrow. He's super jealous that he um, is not here. And I think you guys have seen him poke in a few times, even though he's supposed to be in bed. I think he's trying to sneak a peek. (laughs) He was mad at me that we were doing the show and you were going to be on it and he couldn't be on it too. So next time I'll do a shout out for my favorite cousin, you know, (laughs) there you go. He will be, he will love it. I know he'll be texting you tomorrow on Pokemon Go or something. Yeah, we we keep playing. He needs to send me a gift, actually. So, <laughs> all right, I'll remind him. Yeah, <laughs> I'm doing a gift already. So, <laughs> yeah, he's all about gifts, and usually he wants to get them, and not necessarily give them. But you're his favorite, so I'm sure he'll give you something. Um, I was telling Andy the other day. I was like, oh my gosh, he's already a level twenty. It was like crazy. I was like, oh my gosh. He's almost as high as me. It was really crazy. He's like creepy good at like this kind of stuff. Yeah. Like games and technology. Like the kid like set up his own YouTube channel like two years ago. Like I don't even know how he did it. Like in he used Nick's email and stuff. Like I'm like, <laughs> he was like five. Like he's, he's like little bitty. And I'm like, how, how did you even know how to do this? He just figures it out. Like I have to really watch him. Cause he like created a whole TikTok channel too. And was putting TikToks out there and all kinds of stuff. And I was like, what are you, what are you doing? No. (laughs) Like I had to check his electronics like regularly. So (sighs) it's been fun, but (laughs) (laughs) he will be excited. I'll make sure he sends you a gift. Awesome. Well, we will cut it off here and we will be back at you guys soon with another episode. Yes. Thank you so much for being on Bailey. It's, it was so good to meet you and talk with you. <laughs> and I feel like I listened to her. I didn't even think to like, I was like, I just feel like I know her. <laughs> I know which is like good because I, I didn't do any good um, introductions or anything. <laughs> I just jumped in like we were all old friends. So I'm glad you guys already felt like you knew each other. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right. Well, thank y'all for listening and we will be coming at y'all soon.